Amazon has done a very good job of understanding what their customers want. We haven't in this profession. We think that it's about back pain. We think that it's about the world's best, most researched, most qualified, 27 letters after their name PT. Never, ever has that been further from the truth. They're crying out now more than ever for somebody just to go, you get me. Ask me three more questions than the last dude. That's it. Probe a little deeper. When I tell you I don't want a glass of water, it means I don't fucking ask for what I don't take it. When I tell you I don't want a cup of coffee, it means I'm a little nervous about taking something from you because my mother told me not to accept stuff from strangers from the minute I could fucking understand what that meant. And I've been doing it very well ever since. This is the Paul Goff audio experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you're listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. Hello, podcast listeners. It's Barry here, one of your 4% club coaches. I help members of the Paul Goff community with sales, conversions, and all-around exceptional client experience. And I'm excited to bring you today's episode of the Paul Goff Audio Experience. Today's podcast will be coming from a previous call on one of Paul's Accelerator courses. In this question and answer session, you'll hear Paul address the question about finding out what your patient wants out of their treatment by asking them the questions they want to answer, using these answers to improve your clinic's marketing message, and how to inform your patients that your clinic will be dropping their insurance and moving to a cash-based model. If you've been listening to the podcast all week and know you need to improve your clinic's marketing systems, this is your last chance to sign up for Paul's New Patient Accelerator course. In the program, you'll learn how to establish your clinic's marketing message, automate your marketing to work for you and keeping your schedule full and growing your clinic by 50 to 250%. To learn the systems that Paul uses in his clinics, go to www.ptprofitacademy.com forward slash accelerator to sign up class begins monday the 27th of january do not miss out on this opportunity again sign up at www.ptprofitacademy.com forward slash accelerator i look forward to seeing you all on monday enjoy the podcast thank you very much now let's move on to some q a and then we'll move into part uh two so um let me get rid of that all right, who wants to go first? This is live Q&A time. What thoughts have we stimulated in the first uh, in the first few minutes there? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, is that- this is Rob, the iMac. What's going on, the iMac, Rob Thompson? How are you? Good, good. Hey, listen, um, the conversation about getting to the real problem, how, yeah. like, how is that structured? How do you have that conversation? Yeah, good. It's very rarely what they'll tell you at the at the surface level. So it's kind of like, I'll give you a, a, an, an analogy as a side tangent, and then I'll come back to it. It's kind of like when a patient comes into your clinic, right? Or I go to, my girlfriend's called Natalie, right? Natalie takes me to see her Uncle John. And Uncle John says to me, Paul, uh, come on into the house. Welcome. Can I get you a cup of coffee, right? My first reaction is to say, no, I'm okay. No, no, I'm fine, Right. And then, then he'll go, are you sure? Can I, can I get you a coffee? No, no, I'm good. Right. And then he leave it a minute ago. Come on. Do you want to have a cup of coffee with me? I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't just get thirsty. You'll need a caffeine hit in the last 60 seconds. Right. It's like, I just, and the patients will do it to you. 
They'll do it to you when they walk through the door. I've watched hundreds of clinics and, and sat in reception where the secretary will ask one question. Can I get you a glass of water? No, I'm fine, thank you. And then closes the window and gets back on with their job. Would be fired in my office right there and then. Doesn't understand any of this. Does not understand a single thing that people are living at this external level, right? That if you ask again and then you ask again, they'll actually start to tell you what the real problem is. They'll actually tell you that they do want to drink. They were just a little nervous to take something of somebody that they don't really know yet. And it's easy just to go, no, I, I, don't, I, I don't want to bother you. I don't want you to think that, that like you need to do anything for me at this stage. Same with patients. Most of the best stuff they tell you is actually 25 minutes later. And if you've ever wondered why they go, you do a subjective. Have you got any previous history of, 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 of knee problems? No, never. No, no, no. It's just happened the last couple of weeks. And then the next week they come back in and they go, oh, I forgot to tell you. I had a compound fracture in my leg when I was uh, 22. Is that relevant? What you, for fuck's sake. Like, well, of course it is. But that's like, that's the way, that's the way that they are, right? They don't know how to speak. So the answer is always questions. Rob, the answer is always questions. And usually it's digging a little deeper than the surface level, which is often, what's the problem? I've got pain in my ankle. All right, good. What's that stopping you from doing? Well, it's um, not much. Well, what, not much. Can you define it a little better? Does it, you know, does it get in the way of a, of a run or a walk? No, no, I don't like to walk. Well, what do you love to do? I like to walk my dog. All right, you don't like to walk, but you like to walk your dog. All right, good. Let's, like, let's go down that route. How far can you walk the dog? It's, it's always going one step further. And the key is this. The very fact now that you understand that they don't know how to speak to you is it. When you understand that what they've told you is not what they wanted to tell you, and much like when you've had an argument or you were in a position where you wake up the next day where you had an opportunity to, to, to do something or say something and you wake up the next day and you're like, shit, I wish I'd, I wish I'd said this. Or I wish I'd explained this. That's them. That's the patient. In the same situation, we don't become somebody else in a different situation. So how we get to the problem it is, is with better questions. If I could solve this problem, he's the one, this is the writer downer. If I could solve this problem for you in the next couple of weeks, what value would it bring to your life? There will be a three second silence. They'll probably pick themselves up from the chair and have to start to actually, for the first time in their life, think about what that means. Because nobody asks them questions like that. The doc is, what's the, where does it hurt? My knee. Good. Let me look. Right. There's some pills. Off you go. Everybody talks in this profession about value, right? Show them the value. Show them the value. Show them the value. And yet not once are we trained to ask a question about actually ask, to determine what somebody's value is. Because my version of value and what I am willing to spend $200 on is significantly different from the next dude who's coming in behind me. My version of value is going to be wildly different from the next person. And most importantly, my perception or my version of what I'm willing to class as $200 being expensive or not being expensive is certainly very different from the next person coming in. It, it, it all ends of the spectrum. So until we take the time to ask those types of questions, what you'll start to do is when you figure out who this person is, you'll, spend, they'll, they'll be, you'll become a beacon, a magnet for them because you'll start to communicate better with them. You will hear more from them. And when they tell you more, you'll start, if you're clever, everybody, write it down. Put it in your notes on your phone. Here's what they said. Here's the little phrases 
uh, the little things. Mary started to use words to me like nagging back pain, N-A-G-G-I-N-G, nagging back pain. And when I realized that, I'm like, holy shit, no wonder she's not responding to ads saying, but have you got back pain? She's literally reading the ad going, nope, I ain't got severe back pain. I, I, it's not that bad. She's got an ache. She's got nagging back pain. It's just an irritation. It's getting in the way of her enjoyment of life. It's not stopping her doing shit yet, but it's just getting in the way of her enjoyment. And when she used those words, like it's getting in the, Paul, I, I'm here because it's getting in the way of my enjoyment of life. That, that would come out later on in the conversation. And that's actually what she's trying to tell me at the start. She just doesn't know how because she puts on this formal face, this formal, I'm going to tell you what you think you want me to tell you. And yet 25 minutes later, when she's comfortable with who I am and comfortable in the environment, she's not a stranger anymore. She's a little bit more warm to me. The blood starts to go to the brain and she starts to actually speak to me about the stuff that she wanted to tell me. The stuff that when I listen, and I write it down and I reflect on it after she's left my room. Shit, there's my next marketing ad. There's my next headline. There's the next thing I need to say on the phone. There's the next thing I need to teach Vicky to get in because if the patient's not going to tell me, I'm going to tell them that that's what they wanted to say. And that's when they start to go, there's something different about this guy. This guy really understands me. This guy gets me better than anybody else I've ever been to see in the past. With this guy, there's something about him. I don't really know what it is. He's just different. It's because I took all of their own words and just started speaking to them. I'm like, you're not going to tell me this shit, so I'm going to start telling you it because I knew who you were. Rob, does that help? Yes, Paul. The big thing is time. The most beautiful word on earth is time. And again, right, I'm going to give a business lesson. Wherever you are with your prices, it ha- you hang around with long me enough, I'm going to kick your ass till it, till it hurts to raise your rates. And not because I'm on an ego trip to want you to raise your rates. It's because you cannot run a successful business without charging the right prices. Because every single person who is telling me that they don't have the time to do this stuff, it's because they don't charge the prices that they need to to provide the level of service that people want to pay. Now we're talking business, not just marketing, running a real, profitable, efficient, productive business if you need to understand somebody and you need to spend 20 minutes with them understanding them and you don't charge the prices to be able to do it then you're gonna have to fix that problem first that if i can't get to a 20 minute conversation with you on the phone to get to the root cause of these fears and these doubts and these emotional things you're never going to be able to service me in the way that you like and you'll always hear insurance you'll always hear it's a cost problem it's a time problem it's nothing tattoo this on your forehead Put it in your clinic, uh, on your iMac. Put it in your car. Put it in the wing mirror so that everywhere that you look, you hear or you see, anytime somebody tells you it's a money issue, it's called for, I don't understand what the hell's going on. Or you don't understand me enough yet, well enough for me to confidently give you the money. Because I tell you this, they understand Amazon very well and are happy to send fucking $800 to that place for a new TV or the new widget or gadget or whatever it is that comes out. Slap that thing on a credit card. I don't see many people having a problem spending money there. Amazon's done a very good job of understanding what they want. And it's this, the thing that they've ordered, delivered to the house in less than 10 hours. Not, nothing else. That's Amazon. 
It used to be cheaper. It ain't anymore. That ship's well and truly sailed. Amazon's done a very good job of understanding what their customers want. We haven't in this profession. We think that it's about back pain. We think that it's about the world's best, most researched, most qualified, 27 letters after their name, PT. Never, ever has that been further from the truth. They're crying out now more than ever for somebody just to go, you get me. Ask me three more questions than the last dude. That's it. Probe a little deeper. When I tell you I don't want a glass of water, it means I don't fucking ask for water. I don't take it. When I tell you I don't want a cup of coffee, it means I'm a little nervous about taking something from you because my mother told me not to accept stuff from strangers from the minute I could fucking understand what that meant. And I've been doing it very well ever since. All of this stuff, if you understand it, it'll revolutionize your practice. That not everything is as it seems in the world of human beings. We are very irrational, illogical creatures. Take some time to study them. They become a breeze to deal with. You'll predict them minutes in advance before they come out with the BS objections. That's when you start to make the difference that you want to make. So from a bigger answer to that question, Rob, it's time. The time invested. Don't accept their first answer. What are you here for? It's not back pain. What else? If it wasn't back pain, what would it be? What does back pain stop you from doing? Why is that important to you? Why, 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 why? Then you'll get to the thing, probably in the end, that goes something like, well, I never said it, but I remember when I was a kid, watching my grandma in a wheelchair for 25 years, not living a very good quality of life. And I had a dream the other night that it was going to happen to me. And you know what? I've been petrified like shit since it. And that's the real reason I'm willing to drop $1,000 because I'm fast approaching 55 and I don't fancy ending up like my grandmother did. That's not coming out, but that's the driver. You have to find it. Do you find it? The keys to the, keys to the vault. Literally. Who else? Good, Chris. I like it. Went from 75 to 180 last month. Good. We can do better. Who's next? Anybody want to come on? Come on, I need your questions to get me fired I, up. I got Don't make question. PowerPoint slides for the next two hours. Piss me off in a way that I can get going. Come on. Who's going to go? Question. Let's go. Who's, who's oh, that? Where? Right here. Hello. Yep. Where, where's right here? <laughs> Peter, am I, am I, is my video not on? Uh, Peter, I can see you. Looking okay. cool with your, with your headphones. Yeah. I like it. Right. What's going on? All where right. are you from? Rhode Island. Nice. Nice part of the yeah. world. How yeah. about? Um, so it's just me and my biz partner. We're just a startup. We don't have any front office staff or anything we're inside a sports performance gym good um so how do i just kind of get started getting that message out right we have the target market things like that should i be going to a workshop or like how do i get that message out to my ideal person so is this a how do i get the message or how do i distribute the message question uh i guess a little bit of both <laughs> <laughs> See what I mean? Um, wouldn't it be great if we all just knew like the question that we wanted to ask? It, it, true, true. This is the truth. All problems are questions unanswered. Therefore, the, the secret to life, the secret to success, it would probably put an end to all stress and all shit that's going on. 
it would be just to get better at asking questions. Like it's it's true. If you just taught me how to ask a question when I was a kid, I'd probably be significantly better off in life. So how do I get the message if I'm just starting out? It starts with again, who do I want to who do I want to work with? Who 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 gives me? Uh, I, I mean, there's two ways to look at it. Who do I want to work with is one thing. Who spends the most money with me? The easiest. Who has a need, right? If you're really trying to get clear on who it is, it's often not the person that you actually want to work with. As in, I'm a soccer player, right? I was a soccer player as a kid who worked in pro soccer for five years. It was a natural, obvious thing for me to do to work in pro soccer. Now, nobody around here wants to pay me my sort of fees and have 10 or 12 sessions for an ankle sprain to be able to play Sunday morning football. Not happening in a million years. Now, Mary, she has a pressing need. She's reached a critical point in her life where she values that health more than the money she's got. It's, it's, it's the other side of 50. It's like there's, there's a, another game to play now. How do I get the most from my life? So she became my target because she had a pressing need. So for you and figuring out who that person is, it's who's got a pressing need. And I, I advise caution on anybody going after just somebody that they've got an interest in. It, just because they've got an interest in as such, as in, I like to go to CrossFit, therefore I want to treat CrossFit players or, 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 or guys. That's cool. As long as they want to pay your bills and there's enough of them around at scale who confidently will, you know, confidently will have nine or 10 sessions with you. Once you've picked that person, spend more time speaking to them about, about them. Now, the rest, Pete, of the question will come in module three, four, five, and six. The first two are foundational, where we understand these people. Before... And, and Pete, you've just highlighted why most people don't get their marketing to work because they rush to an ad, they rush to Facebook or they rush to Google or they rush to a, a, a postcard. No understanding of who they want to target. Who is going to spend the most money with you at scale to make running a business easy? That's the only question that you should be thinking about. Even if it's somebody that you don't want to work with. Now then you've got to make that decision of whether you want to do that. And, and that's what I did ultimately. Does that help, Pete? Paul, Bob Seaton, can you hear me? Bob, what's going on? Nice to hear from you again. What's happening? Hey, uh, so I have a business, uh, just uh, 23 years in a small town, about 15,000 people. So yeah. I'm ready to make the jump to a cash clinic. Uh, but I need some help with dialogue. How do I, um, you know, I've been the guy in town for so long and uh, a lot of long-term patients. What kind of dialogue can I use to, to uh, inform these patients that I'm leaving without pissing a lot of them off? You know, a lot of them are long-term and, yeah. you know, I've got to it's, pay cash. So I just need some help with that and what my staff should, and then how do I inform them? Do I yeah. send out letters ahead of time saying as of next month I'm done or do I just wait till they call? You the know, what some sure. advice? Yeah. Right. This is a, I could, this could be a two day thing in and of itself. No. So I, I'll try. No, right. I can, it's okay. deep. It's deep as shit because the nuances are like, well, what, what if this and what if that and so on. From a higher arching, bigger picture, how do you deal with it? You definitely don't write to them and you definitely don't tell them. You have somebody in your office appointed who is trained like crazy to be able to position the value and the reasons that you're out of network. Now, there's a number of paths you can go down. One is, and this is my personal favorite, the demand that we have experienced for our service has meant uh, the the uh, volume of people wanting to do business with Bob is now past the point of being able to control. As such, he's moved out of network as a filter. Knowing full well that some people will say no to being out of network with him, we are making room for only the people who value their health 
and the cost that it may it, it costs to maintain it. Bob is open to working only with the you know the best and nicest people. He wants to maintain the level of service that he's 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 uh, built up over the last few years, and in doing so, he's hoping to uh, protect his best customers, his best clients, the people who value his, their health, and the people that just love uh, to come and see him. With all that said, I can get you an appointment tomorrow at two o'clock. Okay. So so the concept there is you don't apologize for it. You actually reverse it. It was like this was forced upon me because the, the, the volume of people wanting to do business with me meant that I felt I wasn't able to give the level of service that I wanted to provide my best customers, a.k.a. I went out of network for you. And in doing so, it means I don't need everybody to come in I only get to work with my best customers, the ones who value their health, the ones who are a dream to work with, the ones who just love coming in and getting the type of service that I provide. And it allows them to go, that is what I want or that isn't what I want. You'll always get two out of 10 who don't want to do it and just want the money. But ultimately, if you're going out and network, the real question, it's a math decision. How many can I lose and, and keep subsequently at the newer rate that makes running a smaller business but more profitable business possible mm -hmm. thank you you don't so the the, the and like i said tactic that could go in how you answer it well the good news is we're out of network and yada yada but really the overarching principle is don't deny it don't apologize and don't back away from it don't ever apologize for it it's i'm doing this for you to maintain the level of service my reputation has preceded me i've got more volume than i can call I'm doing this to protect the relationship I've got with my best customers. Uh, I can get you in tomorrow at two o'clock and we can find you in the logistics of what sure. cost is, is really the overarching principle. That would be where I would go. All right, who else? Who can I help? And we move on to part two. Hey, podcast listeners. This is Becca, your implementation head coach, and I run the Done For You marketing for the Paul Goff community. Thank you for listening to the Paul Goff audio experience. If you're enjoying the podcast and think, I wonder what else Paul can help me with? Paul is starting the newest installment of his new patient accelerator course, where you will learn how you can grow your clinic by 50 to 250% by using the same systems Paul uses in his own clinics. To sign up, head over to ptprofitacademy.com accelerator. The course starts next week, so don't be late and register before it fills up. If you want to grow your clinic by 50 to 250% this year, then having a marketing system that works for you is the only way to do it. Again, head to ptprofitacademy.com slash accelerator to claim your seat today.